Coming at you from New Jersey, place metal forgot to die. This is the Hero Lives Metal Podcast. The podcast brings you the history, culture, and something of all things metal. Once again, I am Maledictus, and I'm here with Samantha. And we shall be your overlord for today and all of eternity. Welcome. We haven't said that in a while, but you know, I wanted to say it. Since this isn't a regular review video, I decided to say it again. Okay. So what are we doing then if this isn't a review video? Well, we're doing... Well, I've always known that Maledictus here, he has a bit of a musical past. He's trying to hide it. Um, and I've heard tales of his of his young band uh, by the name of Holy Enema before. You know, it's kind of amusing. It didn't really strike me as very much. But uh, they actually released an EP um, called Behold Thy Anal Probe. And I think it was after we, uh, you know, took a look. Uh, this band is actually on the Metal Archives, and uh, well, you know, someone was very graciously put it up there, like over like about twelve years ago. Whoever did that, um, I, thank you. I so guess. we we decided to clean up the page a little bit, and uh, uh, Maledix was then inspired to go looking for his stash of whole dianal probe CDs. I can't say I I, I went looking for them. They were with me. I always knew where they were. Well, he finally deigned to show me one. Yes. Yes. I, yeah, I took one out of the box and like, here, why after, don't you listen to this? you know, five years together and after he has trapped me within the bounds of matrimony, it's even like, okay, now I will show you mm. the EP. <laughs> Most women, if they knew you had this, they wouldn't either A, marry or divorce you when they found that you had this. You made this at the age of 18 so. or 19. Today we are going to listen to uh, the own, first and only release of New Jersey's own Holy Enema. That's what we were called. And this will be my first time hearing this. Now you should have heard, like, when we used to go to a rehearsal studio, you should have heard, like, how the, the guy would, you know, be like, what band is booking? Holy Enema. They'd be like, what? What? You know, that, that was always fun. But anyway. Uh, okay, so we're going to look. Are we, are, oh, and, it, and for context, this came out in 1996? Yeah. I was age of 19, I think. So give me at least that before you're like, what the fuck is it? Like, it's like, well, I was 19. What were you doing when you were 19? People are like, I was making a hit album. And I was like, okay, fine. But I wasn't, okay? So, all right, we're going to listen. It's a short album. You know, it's like 15 minutes. It's like the Gulch album, but way not as good. So. Maybe we'll cut the highlights for the video. Okay. We'll see. All right, here we go. So we're going to we're gonna play it then. So you, play it. This is the first time Track you heard this. one. Yeah. Public urination. It's called public urination. Okay. And I, again, I was 19. Okay, so stop. Here it goes. So we are starting out pretty sludgy and doomy. So the archives. <laughs> I was trying to hide. You are vocals, correct? That was me on vocals. Oh, what was your name in this band? <clears throat> I think it was. I think it's on the album here. Um, I know what it was. I can't read this title. Your name was Encrustalus, Beholder of the Pro. Yes. I can't read this type. I can't read that. Why did I make that so, like, like three point? All right. You know what? I actually, I'm, I'm liking your vocal delivery here. Um. Yeah, I got a story about that. We'll talk about that later. How, why and how I sounded like that. And why I sounded like that. 
So what kind of music do you think this is off the first song? You got a little bit of DB here. Yeah, that's what I wanted back then. I specifically Honky. wanted that, yes. I was very into that beat. I wanted our drummer to play that. And he's very good at that, so. This sounds very New Jersey. Yes. We could, we could say that. We could agree on that. We've got, a, we've got a raw production here. A little raw production. Well, um, I'll, I'll talk about it. I don't want to talk over the song, but we'll, we'll get into that also. So take keep that keep that on thought. Keep that on the burner um, about the level of production. Because I don't really think it was that low. It wasn't? No, I don't talk I about mean, that. I can hear all the edges. Yes. Now, it could be worse. It, but. Yeah, I have, I have a lot to say about the production, actually, because I wouldn't consider it All low, right, actually. this is a real dumb section here. Yeah, it's kind of unnecessary. But these songs are short. The lyrics are all on the CD, by the so way. We've so we've got kind of like, it's if you want it's one. kind of like a weak growl vocal. Yes. Yeah, that's it's a good a little, way. Of, it's a little weak. Yeah. But I, I like it. It's kind of a forward thinking. You're okay. Like, you're kind of like a hardcore. You're like an I Hate God band. That's what we were into. I'm wearing the shirt. Just I'm wearing like the confluence of sludge and hardcore. I'm wearing the same shirt I probably wore during the making of that album on my body right now. I had this shirt back then in 1995. So, what's this song called? This is the second track. It's called Blues Man. Blues Man with, with an O O Z. B L O O Z M A N. Blues Man. Blues man. What was the inspiration for this? Being an incel. It's not about a blues man. It's it's about being a blues man, but as like being an incel. So you were like a wear, wearing a fedora. We're listening to a virgin right now. Probably, I think so. <laughs> um, yeah, like imagine like right, you know. This is like black metal. Well, I wasn't thinking that at the time. Made a good drummer. I kind of like this. Could be done better. This well, song was re-recorded. Yes, it could be. Done Maybe better. it would be. It wouldn't be terrible. Honestly, it has like a like a. It's like it's like crusty. Yeah, that was the idea. It's We're crusty. sort of a crusty grindcore kind of thing, sludgy kind of thing. Yeah. It's kind of a rap part. I didn't mean to do that though. Yeah, I don't know about this part. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I don't think the people that made it like it either are kind of like... I also have a live version of this that was recorded at WFMU. Maybe for another time. It actually came out pretty good. Got a groovy riff here. Yeah, it was meant to be groovy. We are into that kind of southern, you know, sludge kind of thing. So, yeah, things right. get a little groovy. Next track. Jock Pit. Jock Pit. Jock Pit. Jock Pit. There it is. I have a whole story behind this song. We had actually re-recorded this song on our second album, but we changed the words because we thought Jock Pit was silly. Jock Pit? What's a Jock Pit? Well, okay. So, I was in high school once. And during senior year, um, they had the army band come in, like 
to recruit like loser kids to join the army, right? And it, but it wasn't like the army band with horns and shit. It was like a rock band. It was like, a, and they played on our stage because they're like, hey, join the military, die. And they played like um some alternative song. I don't know. It got a little heavy, and all the jocks jumped out of their seats and started a mosh pit. And I was like. <laughs> And I'm like, what are these kids? And our vice principal just... Our vice principal was like um, Chief O'Brien. That's who he was. And he just jumped in there and just started just being like, no! And he just broke it up. And, and, and it stuck so, with me forever. And I, was this, like, I was like, that was a jock This song band. is about jocks moshing to the Army Recruitment Band? Yes. And then Pat, uh, Patrick O'Connor, our uh, vice principal, jumped in there and, and got physical with these people. He, he broke it up. So this, is a, this is a real hardcore song. Yeah, um, uh, the, the um, Mike Distress from um, Distress used to always tell me that he's just so that, he's like that song is hardcore. He's telling me that all the time. You know? This is hardcore. And you know, and he's a good source. So, again, this isn't that bad. Well, I have some people that might disagree with you. However, I might have just other people that will agree with you. I mean, I listen to a lot of new music. Yes, and a lot of it's at the same level of this so just being released independently by the way that was what me was that? that was me and rich can singing. we go back can we oh, go back and yeah, hear that yeah, yeah that was okay so here we go so that was um me and rich singing you can hear rich right there very clearly he wants nothing to do with this album so don't ask him about this album but the hardcore it never Nothing happened. Nothing but the hardcore. Yeah, we were just kind of being funny. Like making yeah, I, fun figured, of, I figured that uh, was true. We were kind of making You're fun making of Biohazard. Making fun of hardcore. Yes, at the time, which was very All topical right. at the time. All right, we're now this. listening to David Hasselhoff. Okay. This was the hit single of this album. If, if, if such a... If such a People used to like that riff I did there. People used to I like do that like riff. it. Yeah. It could have been recorded a little better. Yeah, that's me and Rich trading off the, the lyrics, by the way, each line. We're also tuned down to A on this album, just in case that's important. We tuned the guitars down to A. It was kind of an arms race to be, to see who could tune lower at the time. So yeah, we are were, you all in the same tuning? Yes, yes. We're not that. Yes, yes. Of course we are. Jesus. It was difficult to get Rich to do that, but yeah. This song is about David Hasselhoff. So. Why David Hasselhoff? Uh, he was just funny, you know, David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. That's the joke. Yeah, it's funny. It's David Hasselhoff. He wasn't even a drunk back then. Now we're doing the beat down part because we were kind of making fun of hardcore. If you notice, the theme of this album is loose and funny. It's a fun album. Um, it's not nothing serious in this album. We're all making fun of... It's almost like Weird Al, in a way. You know... It, it, it was all, it was, you know, it was like guar, or it was something funny. It was, was tongue-in-cheek. David. 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 His name is David. There's a lot of growling. That's all right. Yeah, that's, that's the hit single. People, people want to hear that one. That's the that one. was a hit single? That's the one people wanted to hear. David Everyone was asking for David yes, Hasselhoff. at the time. Yes. Alright, this song this is called off. Psychic Enemies. Psychic Enemies. Okay. There was a thing on television, on the infomercials, if you stay up and watch TV, and you had guys like, um, 
Philip Michael Thomas and stuff like that. And they would have these psychic networks. Call this number. It was before the internet. So call this number. And, you know, we have your psychic reading. And they were called psychic friends. So I just called it psychic enemies. It's like, well, it's psychic enemies. It's a good theme for a song, I think. My lyrics were pretty good. I think my lyrics were I want to show your vocal right here. Okay. I can't sing like that anymore. I haven't got it. What are you waiting for? Just fucking call. This is a uh, very silly. This next lyric, we go. We got them all from Estrada to Billy D because both Eric Estrada and Billy D Williams had psychic channels back then. Okay. I gotta say, there's been no, no reference to the anal probe. Yeah. No. No. In the album, no. Not really. That was just a overall theme. There's no song called that yet. There's no title track. I have not been shocked by this album. No, we probably thought it was edgy back then, but there's nothing shocking. This part is actually lifted from a Chicago part, which we'll go into the next song. Um, but from the song to Chicago song, Stronger Every Day, you know that one. Not sure. Yeah, you, you, you've heard it. You know, you probably hear it. kind of goes like this. But... That was a little homage. Because we had this weird fascination with Chicago for some reason. You love Chicago. I still like Chicago. They're pretty good. Chicago was the main influence Older. on Holy Enema. Yeah, kind of. It's true. We even draw Peter Cetera in the artwork, but we'll get to that later. Um, yeah, you know, uh, uh, you know, older Chicago. So early 70s, kind of mean Chicago, not like 80s Chicago, but yeah. All right, the quality on this one's not that high. Well, we'll go into that. We'll go into you, you don't have any comments right now? Well, you know, the songs are very quick, so we'll have time to discuss all that because it might take me a bit. I don't want to, because these songs are just going to swing by really. These next two songs are going to go by pretty quickly. So We only have one more song. Well, we got, well, we got two more songs. Actually. No, there's only one more song on here. Uh, well, maybe there's a secret song. Is there a song. secret song? I don't, I, it's not like secret. It's not hidden, but it's. This song is called 25 or 6. Which is a Chicago cover. Okay, so this is a cover. It's a Chicago song. It's a popular Chicago song. You've probably heard this. I'm not a big Chicago buff. It's, it's one of their most popular songs. We do a very shortened version of it, of course. The real one is really long. It's got a lot of horns in it and stuff. We throw a couple of those things in there. So that was funny. It is funny. Yeah. I liked it. Maybe when we were 19, it was funny. I liked it. I have people that I know that want nothing to do with this album. They pretend it never happened. However, the guys that recorded it still talk about it. Like, I, I've encountered people that have been associated with them recently, and they're they're like. Holy I feel like animal. if I encountered this in the wild, like even the rough edges, I would think like these guys are funny and they're not trying to be good. Yes, we weren't trying not to not be good. So it's like, it's hard to be like, well, this sucks. Okay. It's fair. Maybe we should distribute this. Now that that oh, was a little much. That was a little much right we, there. We, we, we tended to be a little much sometimes. And the album's almost over. There's just one more um, little track. 
since this is basically hardcore, I think this would qualify as an LP. As a full, as a full release. Same way Gulch has it. Yeah, same way Gulch did it. Yeah, you know. you could say that. There's... We didn't call it an EP back then. We never called it anything. Oh. I mean, being that it was kind of grindcore, yeah, you could call it. Oh my god, there's another song on That here. was Jim, our drummer. This was his idea. Do a secret song? Yeah, kind of. It's not secret. It's on the album. It's not gonna... It doesn't come on after like 15 minutes or something. But it's not listed. What was it called? Barbarians are coming. See, it's like barbarians. They're fighting and stuff. That's all it is. We used to do this. We used to play this song sometimes, and um, it used to drive people crazy. Where they would want to attack us. There's just a lot of chaos. And uh, that that's the uh, that's the entirety of the uh, Behold Diana. <laughs> that wasn't um, too bad. Okay, so to answer <laughs> everyone's questions about it. Um, there are people that still talk about this album today. People that know me that from the back old from the from the old days, like the people I'm in a band with today, like they were around back then. And uh, you know, you know, it's Steve, Holy Animal, you know, like anytime I encounter people from that studio, it was recorded at Big Blue Mini Studios in Hackensack, New Jersey, or Scrotum Sack, New Jersey, as it probably says here somewhere. Um Yeah, and uh like I I, I recently like sold one of my amplifiers to one of the guys that was associated with them and he's like and I was like, Oh yeah, I, I knew the he was like, Oh yeah, I was from Big Blue Mini. I was like, Oh I I recorded it. I was like, I was in Holy Animal. They're like, Holy Animal, like they knew like all these years later, because it's still talked about. <laughs> you know, like it was legendary that, you know, and they ran it out of like a small house in Hackensack. It was a nice place. Um so on to the recording quality, which I keep wanting to mention. Um, it was not low. We recorded it on Pro Tools in nineteen ninety five. Okay, that was like pretty friggin' advanced, man. It wasn't recorded on tape. This was a digital recording, which didn't sound that good, but it was kind of state of the art, and they had all the best like equipment, and it costed a lot of money. It was like a thousand dollars to record this album, which was like a lot of money for a fifteen minute album. You know, it's a lot of fucking money, um, back then especially. So yeah, I don't, I wouldn't. You know, they these guys were absolutely professional. I sang in like a vocal booth. They put me in a booth and everything. Like they knew exactly what to do to you know to get our sound you know consistent which was very difficult with us you know being a bunch of idiots um yeah uh why my guitar sounded like that um it, did, it sounds very thin right like ching 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 like a, almost like an acoustic guitar is just being chunked you know um i basically just plugged my guitar into a jcm 900 amp straight up no pedals and i just didn't sound good i don't know like i was i was just a stupid kid Did i know, you pedals. know about pedals not really i knew what pedals but i was like we don't need those i have an amp that has distortion it, it's jcm 900 by marshall it's, it's awesome which it wasn't but you know I, I i was so dumb back then and ignorant i was just like yeah you just plug it in and you play you know i was a very mouth breather you know so you're not proud of this well you know i'd be I, proud of that well okay i think it's fine okay my final verdict on it is that it's fine it it's was fine. fine. Is it releasable today? Especially for what were you like the oldest one in this band? Uh yeah, I think so. So you're like nineteen eighteen. Yeah. Everyone else is younger. They're like minorly younger. A little bit younger. Yeah. By months. It's pretty good for considering. Uh, I look back on it, and I'm like, you know, there are other 18-year-olds that made albums back then that were far better than this, whether it got popular or not, you know, this this is kind of um 
it's very juvenile. The, the, the sound is juvenile. The, the, there's no other way. That's why all hardcore is juvenile. But this is really juvenile. I mean, it's like we're, we're in the suburbs, juvenile. You know, hardcore might be, maybe it's juvenile. You know, a lot of it's juvenile, but at least it has more of like sort of like a, a more sort of less innocent sound. This I is... thought it was going to be way worse, okay? The band name is Holy Enema. Holy Enema. The EP name Behold is Anal Behold Thy Anal Probe. Yes. There was no probing. No, there was nothing about that. I thought it was going to be like really no. dense, like kind of death metal or something. No, it's not really like X-rated or anything. It's nothing really... Yeah, and really as that. someone who will listen to anything new that comes out, no matter how small it is, and hears a lot of stuff on this level, um, I've heard way worse. Okay, well, way, I've, there could be worse, as they say. Worse. As they say in Russia, there could be worse. Um, so uh, the, all the artwork on it, sometimes we talk about the artwork. Um, what actually no? Let's do a rating first. Why don't we do a quick uh, uh, impromptu right. rating first before so, we talk about the artwork? Uh, first scale, uh, true to nonconformist. I'm gonna give it like a three in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're yeah, blending yeah. a few styles, not yes. making your own style, but ma blending styles of of sludge, doom, hardcore. Uh, what else? This is an homage of of everything we were into. We yeah. were into grindcore. We were into yeah, grindcore, and we were into Your like Man of War too. Com definitely comes from grindcore. It, 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 there, there's a slight bit of power metal in it. There's a slight. I'm not sure I of, caught the power metal. Like the, the, in a funny, in a, in a in a tongue in cheek way, the, the, some of the ahs, you know, and you know, not okay. maybe not riff wise, but we did kind of like a lot of like you know screams like that. But yeah, the, the vocals. I was really inspired by Seth Putnam. I would say. For, for the vocals, I would say, but not not as intense as him. But yeah, like I, I was kind of doing that, you know, there, there's definitely hardcore influence. And even though we're kind of making fun of that sort of beat you down hardcore, that New York hardcore, so we're kind of making fun of it. Well, was, and there's a lot of sludge in it. Um, a lot of influence. I think you by, explain by, what I mean God. by beat you down or beat you up core. Yeah, like like biohazard stuff like that. Stuff that was going on in New York City at the time. I think that's something only uh, you H2O said. and stuff like core. that. Yeah, beat you up core. That's what I call it. Yeah. <laughs> All so, right. Um, so what's our next scale? Listenability? Listenability. Uh, hmm, maybe I'm, like a three. Yeah, I'm not going to give it Sonic. It's not It's not it's, Sonic Terror It's anyway. really not that terrifying. No, Your young children. <laughs> we thought you, it was, but it's not. You don't listen. Like, what were you we listening to at the time? Uh, we listened to a lot of Carnivore, a lot of Guar. Um, you know, I Hate God. You know, stuff like that. Like, there's a minor grindcore, but, like, I, I don't see. think I could tell you don't listen to death metal. No. Or... No, I was not in listening to death metal at that time. So a little bit, you know, maybe a little bit of black metal. But, um, no, in this stuff with my stuff, I wasn't really listening to Sonic Terror. No, not, not just a, just, uh, Anal Cunt was, like, the worst, the it, most. You know, it's thing. got a little offensive to the ears in that it's rough sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's only because of the sound uh, I got, not because we're trying to sound like that. But, uh, it's not Sonic Terror, no. No. Uh, and it's got some catchy riffs in the middle. A little bit, yeah, I could, I could, I could some, riff. And it's got some catchy vocal phrasing. That's me. That that's me on vocals. When they, when they, speaking of the vocals, when they had me do the vocals, uh, they put me in a closet, a soundproof closet, and they weren't going to give me the condenser mic because they knew I was going to be like, you know, I was going to be like, a Bleh! so they gave me a, a dyno mic, um, and you know they're like, hold this to your mouth and cup it like a like a death metal guy does, you know, like like friggin' you know corpse grinder does. And so the first time I recorded, I kind of didn't really know where my voice was. So I just immediately just was, was just like, <laughs> it originally sounded like that. And they're like, that's a bit much. So I kind of scaled it back a little and made it a little bit more melodic, a little bit more. Because originally I was just going to just be like, <laughs> 
It's like a, it's a light growl. Yeah, it's, it's a light a growl. Diet it's an understandable growl. growl. It, it's a very diet growl. Diet growl. And I scaled it back, you know, so that's the story behind the vocals. We don't growl like, you know, like in Florida here in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have, yeah, in, in this Florida. Hard, this is hardcore country. This was during a time in Florida where that was happening. So, you know, like, <laughs> the, you know, we were, we were, my, my bandmates were like, that's a bit much. <laughs> when they heard, they were like, whoa, t- well, cut. That's a bit much. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're right. I was like, I can't keep doing that. You're All right. All right. The next scale, what would you do? Listenability. The next scale is production quality. Production quality. That's just kind of debated because. I would know, give it a. A high DIY. Yeah, it was not. It was not. It was DIY in in the in the case where it was recorded in someone's house, but they had kind of like the latest, greatest. They were I unknown. Think if you're in a house. Yeah, they weren't like. But a lot of people out here had houses. I mean, these guys were a well-known studio. A small studio gives a DIY quality. These guys had a lot of the local bands under their name. They were a well-respected studio. They're called Big Blue Mini in Hackensack, New Jersey. They were very well-respected at the time. Like they were a cool place to be. You know, and they were expensive. I'm gonna they, give you a two point five right. yeah. on the low production side. Yeah, I think but a lot that's of in the middle. Yeah, middle I think length. a lot of the bad sound comes from my, inst- you know, my <laughs> fault, not not their fault. They could have probably done your a, equipment a lot has had a DIY. Yes, uh, my guitar sounds like, like an overdriven acoustic guitar. Seriously, which is just not good. And it's tuned down to when I mentioned before, it's tuned down. Choice. It's tuned down to A. We tuned down to A. I, I would just buy fifteen gauge strings for my guitar. I think I played it on old Ivan as Iceman. And uh, yeah, we would tune as low as possible. You know, it was an arms race. It's like who could tune lower? That, that's what we were doing back then. So it also kind of makes it sound really bad. I only tune to D these days. So okay, how many notes were there? No, there's not a lot of notes. Yeah, we'll give it like a two. Yeah, there's not a lot of notes. There's there. you know you it's play fast rock. sometimes. Yeah, but it's punk but rock. But it's pretty simple. Yeah, it's nothing. Two. There's no there's no not, solos. There's not, no solos in there. It's not a solo. <laughs> Not many notes. Yes, just not a lot of notes. And obviously, on the fun scale, it gets a one for fun. Yes, it's hundred percent fun. One hundred percent fun. Like the like the uh, that we rated album. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. So um, we like to talk about the artwork now. So the artwork, and I'll, I'll put the graphics up. Uh, if you look at the cover here, what does this look like to you? What does that inspire? Does it look Did like you draw this? By? Yes, I drew all that. By the way, this I drew is like your signature thing. You just like putting a bunch of people. Now, who are those people though? They're they're all people I knew, or people that that were that were associated in the album, like um, or songs are about maybe. So we could we could we could point them out here. So I think I see Joey DeMaio. Dude, he's probably in there. But what do you th- what does that look like though? What does that cover look like though? I don't know. That is, that that doesn't like look like a famous album cover. I don't know. It's like the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper's oh. Lonely Heart club band so yeah is that what you're going for yes uh i redrew it in in our style like all the people kind of in a group you know some someone to me said it looked like the simpsons you know that's what somebody reminded somebody of but we have here there's us right here there's me right there there's rich and there's jim right there there's 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 the alchemist right there there's seeing the band no but he was our kind of you knew him already yes he, he was our I was he was kind of our our wizard he was like our inspirational spirit guide isn't he like 10 years older than you yes so you were like these teenagers hanging out with yes. this old guy. Yes. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> uh, there's Peter Cetera right there. Um, there's David Hasselhoff right there. Man of War is over here. Oh, you got the whole band. Yeah, there's Brian right there. We put Brian in there. We didn't, yeah, we just put him in there for some reason. Um, there's like a hardcore guy. I think there's someone's ass. Um, that's like some French guy. Um, that's like Dirty Harry or something. I don't know. 
That's I didn't like punk rock, so I crucified like a punk there. It's very childish. That's what that was. Yeah. Um. You didn't like punk. No. And yet. No, I didn't like punk. You the made way a it was. hardcore. Yes. Album. Yes. There's Charlie, who used to run the studio. We used to always play it. We put Charlie in there because we always liked Charlie. Charlie's the guy we call up a bit. We're booking Holy Enemy. Like Holy Enema. Like that. That was Charlie. And uh, I don't know who that is. Um, there is there is our alter egos um, as like these seventies kind of guys. I don't know like what that was. Um, yeah, there's Manowar right there, and uh, there's the Blues Man right there, right there. There's the oh, blues who is man. the Blues Man? I'm really the Blues Man. It's like how is that about ego. incels? Well, look, he's wearing a fedora, and um, that's way before fedora. Culture. I know, I know, it was. I was ahead of my time. <laughs> but you know, he's like the Blues Man. He has, you know, he's he's singing the blues. You know, he doesn't get, any, you know, nothing goes right for him. He just kind of goes from gig to gig. You know, just you know, just living on the road. He's the Blues Man. You know, that's what that really is. I I, I look back. Oh, there's Billy D. Williams too. There he is. I used his real face. Kind of screwing on there. Yeah. All and, right. Uh, but there's anything else to well it's an inside inside um also let's look at the back cover oh, here okay so that's if 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 this was popular and joey DeMaio saw that he would probably sue us because i had photoshopped um pieces of man of war onto us as rich is wearing <laughs> uh the loincloth of joey DeMaio thing and jim has some man of war parts and i have like rust the boss's sword there so joey DeMaio would probably sue us knowing what he does knowing what i know about him now he'd probably just sue us Okay, so that picture, right? Well, if I go to the, to the uh, here, we'll open it Let's up. Open it. All okay. right. Ooh, we got the lyrics. Yeah, all the lyrics are there, and that backdrop there was inspired by the inside of a carnivore album. It was it was a similar carnivore photo, uh, and I basically put all the people and I drew them and their us are on the stage there, and um, yeah, that was. <laughs> Can stolen. we go over get the credits on here? Yes. Okay. We if you have, could read, we I, have, I probably can't read that. So. We have Mr. Golden Dick. That's Rich. We used to call Rich back then. You call him that? That's just not a name he made up himself. I think he might have made that up himself. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Call him. He's credited as lowers vocal terror. Bass, bass is lowers. And, and vocals. We have Encrustalus. That's me. Beholder of the pro. That was my title. That was me, and that was my title. You're on lows. Yeah, I, my guitars were tuned down to A, so that was low. So you can't. Okay, it's also a low, but it's just not lower. And mm -hmm. vocal terror. Vocal terror. And you have King Meat. King Meat was Jim. As the skinsman. Skinsman. He hits the drums. He's a good drummer. He's like never shopped to practice, skinsman. though. Skinsman. I've never heard that. Yeah, we kind of made, you know, skinsman. We kind of just made that up. And we have all kinds of shit there. I don't know, like about and thanking we have people. A, we have a... Not thanking people. We have a little a little thing here written, Behold the warriors that ride. Oh, yeah, I did that. Under the sacred name of Holy Enema. I probably wrote that. For they shall one day conquer your pitiful world. It's very Guar-like. And crucify all those who stand in the way of their glorious crusade. What mm -hmm. was the crusade of Holy Enema? I, I don't know. We, we wanted to drink beer or something. I don't know. Nobody had a real cause. You just kind of said you did. Okay. And we've got a picture on the back yeah, here. If you can read any, I cannot read any of those credits. That is way too small. So that picture in the back is interesting. Uh, I obviously photoshopped us in front of a of, of being run over by a tank. But however, those that picture of that tank is a unique photo because Jim had the photo, and Jim had basically in his house had found a tin of photos that were never seen before. They should have been in the museum. They were taken by a Nazi in World War II in France. 
like these were never seen before these photos like they were someone's photos <laughs> they have never been seen again I, I gave them back to jim i'd borrowed and i'd scanned a bunch of them in because i was like these are awesome and we just put ourselves in front of but yeah that is like not took like some stock photo that is someone's photo like a, a nazi took that photo like in france in 1940 yeah that, that was you uh, thanked man of war yeah yeah we like man of war <laughs> i just like that you uh you thanked psychic people, but it's spelled wrong. Yes. Probably just spelled it Fabio. wrong. Fabio. Oh, yeah. Fabio. I don't know why. Fabio. He was cool back then. Uh, There's probably some people we don't thank, too. There's probably like a list of people we don't thank. I could explain who those are if you could read that. Do you list your enemies on here? I think so. Is yes, there... you did. Yeah. The following list of people may have looks money chicks a life that's something an incel would say <laughs> or may even be upstanding members of the community mm -hmm. or they might be a bunch of drunken redneck hicks it doesn't matter they're all guilty of attempting to heed the progress of holy enema can't do that the bottom line is we hate all of them the first credit is the pyramid uh the pyramid was a club in new york city i think it's still oh, there the we had yeah. a, we had our first show over there and it didn't go well and the in the, in the owner the guy probably running People the show the was, pyramid yeah no club. pyramid yeah but but we had our show and it didn't go well and we were kind of late and it just didn't the owner was just being a real dick to us but it's probably really our fault those good old boys up at the reactor they are a bunch of mouth breathers literally i could just talk about them for hours but they threw us out of there we had gotten what immersive. is the reactor the reactor was a Another studio club? in butler new jersey oh, it was, and we used to call it the reactor because it had I a big... I think you've told me this story. Yeah, it had a big heater in it. And, and it, basically, all these guys were like these mouth breathers, you know, like, easy, easy, cut. And okay. they threw us out for reasons that we deserved. <laughs> the <laughs> totally the Wayne deserved. Police Department. Yeah, we, you know, we lived in Wayne and we're kids. Were you and, actually bad kids? Not really, but no. sometimes they'd fuck with us. But the police was... We'd, so we'd go to a park or something, the and the cops would be like, what are you doing? You know, and we couldn't, you know, we couldn't have that, you know. So, yeah. They, we the government. The government. All authority figures. The IRS. the IRS. Jocks. You hate jocks. I hate those jocks. See, that's how I... That's why it's... Preps. 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 Like, does any of this matter? Uh, this is a, this is the rantings of a really immature 19-year-old. Mrs. Deer? She, we did a show at, like, some high school, and she shut us down. She oh. was like, no! She was like... She cut the mic. The Catholic Church. Yeah. All right, we're going from Mrs. Deer to the Catholic Church. So yeah. nothing's too small or too big. Yeah, um, everything. This. Everything. We hated everything. The DMV. The DMV. I mean, come on, that's reasonable. Yeah, Thrashers. Yeah, we didn't. I didn't like Thrashers. What's wrong with Thrashers? I didn't like Thrashers back then. I didn't like Thrashers. I was like, he's fucking. I had a wrong idea about Thrashers and who they were. I kind of put them in the same like boat as like mouth breathers. You know, so I just couldn't, you know, I just kind of put well, them all the same Well, you're going boat. off 80s thrashers. We didn't have any new thrashers. Back then, it was kind of like the decline. Thrashers were just dead at that well, point thrash was in 95. Gone. They were like dead. Like they were just in their grave. Like that was it. They were done by 95. And that's why you kind of look down and be like, all these fucking thrashers. All right. What is this? People who dress a certain way to be considered what they are supposed to be. Doesn't mean anything, really. That just means you kind of dress right. in a costume, I guess. Because back then, I used right, to kind well, of dress normally. The conforming, brainwashed, collective, ignorant, mindless public. I sound like Alex Jones there, don't I? <laughs> All the sheeple there. <laughs> the globalists. Uh, not our fans. Yes. And, and most of all, you. You! Me! I didn't do I bought the album. I didn't Why do anything. Why am I on the hate list? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, like I just listened to it. <laughs> Me? Yes. So, as you can see, that's kind of juvenile to write a list like that and cringy. If but if applicable, you know who you are. Yeah, there you go. So, so if you were bad, you know, there you go.
that that's um well, yes it says scrotum sack new jersey scrotum sack new jersey big blue beanie scrotum sack new jersey you've got a warning on here unauthorized usage of our ideas Why and would, music and i said who would want to do that which is, which who, is wanna, yeah. who would want to copy us result in crustification i don't know what that means or anal impalement yeah. of the guilty that sounds terrible why would you want to do that to anyone if for some reason you like us and we would like to receive more info about us, you must do the following. This is before the internet, so bear with me. One, swear allegiance to the great warriors of Holy Enema. I swear allegiance to Holy Enema. Two, carefully put this application of allegiance in a self-addressed envelope. Like mail? All right, this is where this is where the address on Metal Archives comes from. Yeah, well, it's, you know. Because like it's on here. That was like someone's This is where box. people are supposed to... Yes. Send their allegiance. That was someone's to... P.O. box somewhere that was never checked. If you have access to much overrated internet, the int which was new at the time, th this internet. Oh, you had a GeoCities website. I did. I, I, we'll we'll post that for you. Do, yes. you. You'll check it. I'll put that on the screen. We'll check if that. We'll check if that works. Much overrated. Cable. There was nothing on the GeoCities. It was just like pictures of us. Like, look, we have a website. I've seen a GeoCities. Okay, well, you're not that young. Okay, <laughs> but. Yeah, I had a GeoCities website. And so that is the thing that, you know, Sam is uh, tweeting about that you all want to hear about. So there it is. And, uh, you know, I got egg on my face over that one. So, I thought it was fine. Right, There's fine. nothing wrong with it. Okay. Especially for 19, 18, there 17 are better albums made by 18-year-olds. Yes, but they're uh, whatever. You know, some of them Name are, one. Probably Kill Em All from Metallica is probably done by 18-year-olds or 20-year-olds uh, at least. Might have been around there at that time. They they, they kind of did think, that all right. Didn't they just steal all Dave's stuff? Yeah, kind he of. Was but older. He was also probably was he a little older then? Oh, I didn't know. That. But you I know, think he was in his twenties. I, I bet you a lot of like the early metal albums you've listened to from like a lot of the older bands, they were probably like around nineteen when they were doing their out their, their first albums. I, I would imagine so. You know, like a lot of a lot of bands. I think they're you know today that's definitely a harder thing. But back then that was kind of all you had. You know, you were either going to college or you were working at Burger King or you were going to make a fucking album. Well, I thought it was fine. <laughs> All right. Well, I would be proud of this. That's, if I was on this record in high school. That's a good review. And that's why I keep these with me all however many copies I have. And maybe you can have one. We should put this up on Bandcamp. <laughs> maybe I should. I think I'll I'll see what that involves. Or we should start giving these away as giveaways. Man, <laughs> you can have a holy my album. Yeah. Wouldn't you like one of these sent to you? So people do on Instagram, they're like, you know, share this with a friend and we'll enter you in a giveaway and you can get this. If this, if I, if this, if I put like, you know, information on how to get this and people, and I lose all 200 of my copies within a month, that will be some strange justice. And I will brag to the other members, be like, you never had faith. How many ever, how many years, 25 years later, they're all gone. Well, I mean, it's digital. Yeah, well, yeah, it's true. But, you know, what if you wanted a CD? Because, you know, people are buying tapes. I should have well, made tapes. Well, when we start our tape label, we can repress everything on I, a tape. I was going to originally make this in tapes. That was my original. I made the original artwork. This is not the original art. The original artwork is for a tape, and it looked different. Um, but I, I, I canned that because I was like, who the fuck? Well, I was going to make tapes. I was like, tapes are cheaper. Um, but then people were like, no, CDs are only this much. Why don't you just make CDs? And I was like, ah, okay, I'll just make CDs. People like those better. And I was like, wow, we made CDs. That's amazing. That was, I remember being like, wow, we made CDs, not tapes. You know. 
So yeah, and that that is um, that is the whole. And that is the story. Yeah, there's a lot more to it. So you know, but you know, I could just tell stories about well, every little song. That was fine. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be way worse. Well, there you go. And I am the proud wife of Encrustalus. That's me. I was that person back <laughs> then, in my incel days. But wrote songs about being that. So, yeah. So, folks, that's that's all you need to know about that. There, there's a second album actually. It was by it was the Megalon album. But basically, we did a lot of these songs over again. We re-recorded them and made them sound even worse. Um. So yeah, maybe we'll do that one day. But that was never printed though. There's only well, one. There's I've only heard like some copy. of that, you heard, but you what heard I remember before? it was heavily drenched in samples. Yes. There were no samples on this. No. I like that. Yes, that's true. It was heavily drenched. I was like, wow, a sample. I could record things and put on. Yeah, and I kind of overdid that a little bit. You, you definitely. Yeah, everyone, everything, everyone agrees with that. But yeah, that's, you know, that that, that could be another time. If you, you know, but, uh, there's also a live recording of us at WFMU, which most of it, it disappeared. I used to literally email um the guy at FMU. I forget his name. Um, And he'd be like, oh, it's in our archive somewhere. But he never, he'd never get it from me. So, but I have some of it, but the brunt of it is long lost forever somewhere. So, yeah. So, yeah, I was, uh, you know, well, the good news is I'm still making songs and, uh, I just recorded another, so I recorded a new song the other day and I sang for it. I, I put vocals down. I gotta show you that later. It's called, uh, Wasteland Warlord and, um, it's gonna be for the new band. So, new band? Well, for DEF CON, not for, you know, when we get back together. You know, we haven't really played in, uh, you know, a long time with COVID and everything. So maybe this year we'll start playing again. But sorry to write a new song. A little contribute, maybe. So No, I don't think you should contribute. Yeah, you know. I should contribute to myself. That's what I should do. You know, and I'll do mm -hmm. that too. Make Megara songs ours together. But you have to help me. You have to, like, make them too. You have to. Maybe I need some keyboards or bass, you know, so, someone to play with me. That would be bet. That would be the best. So, all right, folks, that's uh, me ranting, us ranting um, about this album. So, so oh uh, yeah, this is a different episode. So um, we'll have more reviews for you soon. This is our first and last reaction episode. Hopefully not. Hopefully we'll get to do this again with something else. Honestly, I would be interested to do this for any kind of weird shit someone found. Yeah, some weird thing that's old. Doesn't matter when it is from. Yeah. <laughs> So if you have something you want us to react to, you know, and if comment you down have below. some weird story to tell about it, yeah, or maybe you have an album, or maybe you, this you were you this was encountered in your life back then, and it means something to you. Comment down below, or yeah. if you have something weird, you know, comment down below. You want us to? Yeah, we can end to. this with a weird pitch that if you have your own version of Holy Enema, just some people that do. Whether you think it's great or you think it's terrible, yeah, and comment. you've got some fun, interesting stories to tell about it. You can come on the show and we'll listen to it with you. Maybe I get some of the other members, uh, Rich or Jim, for out if you want to, you know, Rich wants nothing to do with this. He, he's, he has a different life now. He's a different person. He wants nothing to do with this. He's not, he doesn't like this anymore. He, he doesn't, he denies he made it. I, I mentioned, I'm like, Rich, you got to embrace He's like, no. He's like, it never happened. But, you know, but yeah, so. Okay, folks. So uh, we'll be back with, with another review soon. We're working on some stuff. Okay, so we haven't disappeared. Okay, we just took a little bit of break. All right, all right, folks. Uh, we'll see you soon. Bye -bye.